This is Susanna Hills Podcast. We hope this message becomes a revelation in your heart and will encourage you to live a Christ-centered life. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Here's today's message. Let's pray together. God, I want to thank you for this word. I want to thank you, Lord, that you are stretched out so that each and every one of us do not have to be strapped. I pray right now, Lord, even as we come to your word, Holy Spirit, that you make these words alive to each and every one of us, that none of us will leave this message unchanged, God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Come and speak to us. Show us, Jesus, how you were stretched on the cross. Show us how when you said it's finished, your arms are wide open, stretched open, Lord, so that none of us have to be strapped anymore. I pray right now for this message in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, I'm so delighted to be able to share this word with you. God just spoke to me powerfully, and he showed me that this is what happens to so many believers. They've got a heartbeat. They're connected to God, but they're sadly strapped. They're sometimes strapped in, 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 in patterns of pain. They're sometimes strapped in the lies of the enemy. They might be strapped in fear. They might even be strapped when it comes to just, just, just their view even of themselves. It's amazing how sometimes people are strapped even when it, when it comes to bitterness. They might be strapped in unforgiveness. And, and sometimes, friends, you might, you might be saying, but Mark, I'm not, I don't even know God. I'm far from God. I don't even have a heartbeat. I'm like, a, I'm like Lazarus. I'm strapped and I'm, no, I'm not alive. I'm not spiritually alive. Today's message, I believe, is going to liberate us from the strapping. Today's message is, is really all about Jesus becoming stretched, stretching himself out so that you and I no longer have to be strapped, no longer strapped. I believe, friends, one of the biggest battles today is the fact that people learn how to live under strapped uh, circumstances, live their lives strapped spiritually, live their lives strapped emotionally, live their lives strapped physically. I believe that the Father we saw last week stretched out his, himself in his love in order to engage, in order to bring about the promise of uh, his, his promise and how his promise and the stretching go together. Today, we're going to be looking at Jesus. Jesus was the fulfillment of the promise. The Bible says that Paul actually writes, he says to the church in Corinth, he says, all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. So we're going to look at the promise of how you and I can engage with all the promises of God, how we can engage with the promise of freedom, how we can engage with the promise of joy, how we can engage with the promise of, of eternal salvation, how we can engage with the promise of hope, of peace, of love, because of who Jesus is. And so today I want to, I want to pray that even as you and I get into God's Word together, as we look at Isaiah 53, that we will experience something of a freedom, something of the strapping, something of the, the chains being broken off us, something of, something of the limitations that, that we've placed on ourselves, the limitations that our families put on us, some of the limitations that society has put on us, or even some of our teachers or those that have gone before us, our friends, or even sometimes even our wrong believing, those limitations have stopped us from stretching because that has made us strapped. And, you know, I'll, I'll never forget the liberty that I experienced, friends, when Marie and I, we owed money on this one car, and, and we were struggling to pay the payment of this car, and it was month in and month out. It felt like I was working just to be able to drive this car, and I was using the car for work, so it felt like it was just unhealthy, and, and, and the weight and the pressure and, and how it took all our extra resources, all our space, we were not able, it felt like we didn't have capacity 
to stretch out. It felt like we couldn't stretch out our, to open our homes, to, to host people in our home. Why? Because we were strapped. We were paying this vehicle. We were paying this debt at high interest rates. We were paying it, and it was, it was in a sense, robbing us from the ability to stretch out. We were not able to go on outreaches because we were strapped, so we couldn't stretch out. We were not able, friends, to be able to bless other people with a meal because we were struggling to pay our, buy our own meals. We, we were struggling even headspace in order to be able to think of others and their needs because we were so consumed with our own needs. And I'll never forget this. Marie spoke to Penny, Penny, which is Bruce McAlpine's mom, and said, we're going to trust God. We're going to release. We're going to pay this vehicle off. And we, we worked, and we, by the grace of God, we paid the vehicle off. And I'll never forget the freedom, the joy of not having that payment anymore. The joy of not having that burden anymore, it was not only a physical payment, it, became, it was not only a physical reality, it became a spiritual liberation. We were liberated spiritually. And then that overflowed in the way that we could embrace more of what God had for us. And because we were willing to get free from being strapped, we were able to stretch. And many of you watching today, you're saying, Mark, I want to be able to be stretched by God. I want to be stretched in my obedience, stretched in my love, stretched in my prayer life, stretched even in my, in my growth in God and in His Word. But you're saying, but Mark, I'm strapped. And today I'm here to say to you, friends, that somewhere that debt needs to be settled. It might not be a physical debt, but debt has to be settled. And here's the thing, if you're far from God... All of us, every single person, the Bible says we are born into sin. All have sinned, the Bible said, and fall short of the glory of God. All of us are guilty and all of us have a debt owed. We have an eternal debt that is owed. And all of us need that debt settled. And friends, if that debt is not settled, you're going to pay with your life. Because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, it says in Romans chapter 6. The wages of sin is death. And here's the thing, friends. If you're far from God, today you need to accept, you need to free, accept the freely, the free gift of salvation. You need to accept the settlement of your debt. Now, many people have had this reality of, of someone coming and clearing their debt for them, saying, you owe X amount on your credit card, I'm going to pay the full amount. Now, if the, you're not willing to receive the free payment, you're never going to experience the liberty of that gift. And that's what happens if, if you're far from God. Today, what you and I need to do by faith, what you need to do by faith if you're far from God, is you need to accept the free gift, that free payment of settling your debt. But here's the thing, friends. Many of us close to God, we've, re we've accepted, we've received the debt, the payment of our debt, our eternal debt. But we've not worked that payment out into some areas of our lives We've been bound in some areas. We've, we've engaged maybe with some, some, some patterns, some pain, some things that are robbing us from the promises and the purposes and the glory and the grace of God. If you've been limited, if you've been limited in an area where you've allowed maybe some debt to come in or maybe you've allowed some sexual sin to come in or maybe you've allowed some, some, some gossip or maybe you've allowed some brokenness to dictate your relationships, Maybe you've allowed some oppression. I'm not talking about possession. I'm talking about oppression. You've allowed the enemy to come and oppress you. You've had some, some feelings and thoughts of, the, of, of, of being depressed. You might have been de depressed. 
And, and that's a reality, friends, and I don't, don't want to make light of this. This is a real reality. It's a medical reality, an emotional reality. And I believe that God wants to bring liberty to you if you are facing depression today. Maybe you've been in distress. Maybe you've been stressing. Your work has put a lot of stress on you. Maybe it's been your family or your, 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 your friends, or it could, it could maybe even just be your financial situation. It could be your health situation that brought you great stress. I believe God wants to liberate us from being strapped in stress, being strapped in being depressed or even, even this, uh, despised or even limited or bound. See, when you and I are strapped, there's no room for the promise. And that's what often happens is, is and I, I've heard this as, as, a, as a young child, I'm not sure if that still happens today, but I've heard this, is that in some cultures, what they would do is they would strap um, little young girls, they would strap their feet, and they would keep the tightly strapped so that the feet do not grow. So that as this, the, the, if the feet are tightly strapped, it stops the feet from growing. And I believe that the enemy's scheme is sometimes he's saying, yes, now you've got salvation, now you've got Jesus, now you've received the gift of the Holy Spirit, but, but let me rather strap that area of your life so that your footprint doesn't grow, so that your, your inheritance, because Jesus, the Bible says, wherever we place our feet, that we will, he'll give to us. The promises of God are taken, uh, I believe, as we walk in them. We've got to take hold of it by walking in those promises. And, and maybe some things, the Bible says, how blessed, how how good, how awesome is it, how, how beautiful are the feet of those that bring the good news. The Bible says in, in Ephesians chapter 6 that, that that's the, we get fitted with the shoes of the gospel of peace. How beautiful are the feet that bring good news. And sometimes I believe that the enemy wants to strap the feet of the people of God. And he wants to strap you so that you do not bring the good news. That you don't bring the good news to your family. You don't bring the good news to another nation. Our church just recently reached out to, to Mozambique. I'm so thankful for people that, that took the straps off their feet and said, I'm willing to be liberated, to be stretched so that I can see other people groups hear the gospel of Christ. Um, even for us as a family, being in North Carolina at the moment, thanking God for open doors. But we are here because we want to bring the good news of Jesus. That's uncomfortable. It's painful. We, we're missing our friends. We're missing our family. We're missing you. But we are here because how beautiful are the feet that bring the good news of Jesus Christ. I don't know what area of your life is being strapped right now. But if there's an area where you're not experiencing the promises of God, you need to ask yourself, maybe that area is strapped. And in that area, you need to, you need to allow Jesus' stretching to liberate your strapping, if I could say it like that. Let's get into Isaiah 53, verse 4 onwards. Listen to what happened to Jesus. Surely he took up, uh, took up our pain. Now I underlined our in this passage because it's amazing how much of our things Jesus took upon himself. And the reason why many people still carry their things is because they have not yet had the revelation that Jesus carried our pain. Jesus carried our suffering. The Bible says he bore our suffering he says, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. Could I just, could I remind you today, by the grace of God, that it's your pain and it's my pain that he took upon himself. It's your affliction. 
It's our affliction. It's our sin that he took upon himself. It's the punishment that we were supposed to get came upon him. We're going to look at that. It's, it's our punishment. It's our affliction. It's not someone else. Friends, you know what the biggest mistake we make is we separate ourselves from our shortcomings. We separate ourselves and we say that that's, that's just someone else's. We think of other people and how their pain. And, but friends, what about your pain? What about your shortcomings? What about your affliction? What about your suffering? It says in verse 5, but he, he was peered, pierced for our transgressions. He was pierced for our transgressions, friends. And this is massive. We, we're coming into Easter, and it's so powerful for me, just the fact that Jesus Christ was pierced. We're, in this Easter time, as we celebrate what, 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 what he's done for us, he was pierced for our transgressions. Friends, the Bible actually says that while he was hanging on the cross, while he was being stretched out for you and me, while he was being stretched, the Bible actually says that, 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 that he was stretched and friends, and his side, they pierced his side. They pierced his side and blood and water flowed. By piercing his side, friends, that piercing, friends, the two things. Number one, that piercing was a, was, was a, a, a judgment. He took upon himself the piercing, the, the, that, that piercing. The reason why they would pierce um, people on the cross is they would want to see if the person is dead already, because then if, if, if blood and water flowed, then that meant that that, that person has died. The, the heart stopped working. And so they would pierce them in order to, to kind of annihilate them or to confirm their death or to, to, uh, to, to complete, complete the process. Complete the process. And so when they pierced his side, they saw he is finished. He is dead. He's gone. And so he's stretching, allowed the piercing. And we know this, friends, is that, that from his side, he gave birth, just like Adam. Out of Adam's side, he, we know that Eve was birthed. And out of Jesus' side, the bride of Christ, believers, you and I were birthed. But what I also love is the fact that, that actually, the, the, friends, the reality is Jesus had to be pierced so that you and I, our sin, our transgression, our shortcomings, could be taken care of he was pierced for us he says the bible says he was crushed for our iniquities he was crushed for our iniquities i thought to myself the bible says it pleased god to crush him how i don't understand that the only reason why it could please god is because of what the crushing could produce he was crushed for our iniquities <laughs> do you have iniquities iniquity speaks of 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 shortcomings of sin of of illness of of unrighteousness of impurities uh, do you have iniquities he was crushed that means there was a weight put upon him that was so heavy that crushed him friends he had to be crushed yet this was part of his stretching his stretching involved being rejected his stretching involved being being afflicted his stretching in, involved be uh, being a man of sorrows, being a man of suffering, he's stretching involved, being pierced, he's stretching involved, our iniquities being placed upon him, the weight of our sin, the Father put the weight of the sin of all mankind, put that weight upon Jesus for you and for me. The weight of your sin, the weight of my sin, 
rested heavily, crushed him. That's the weight that crushed him, friends. And that's what liberates us from our strapping because he took it, took it upon himself. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, wounds we are healed. Listen, friends, there was a punishment that was due to you, a punishment due to me, a punishment that was, ex uh, was executed and a, 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 a punishment that was actually uh, uh, mandated, a punishment that we have to face, a debt that we have to pay. And the Bible says this punishment that brought, the punishment that brought us peace, so the punishment that he took on himself brought us peace. Like the day that I paid that thing off, the peace that I had, I don't owe anything anymore. That's why Jesus said, tetelestai, it is finished. That word tetelestai, we know this, and I'm going to just remind you of this. But that word tetelestai was a business term in, in those days. In the Middle Eastern times, in the, in the Middle East, what they would do is, is when, they've, when someone owed a debt on an item or they owed a debt to someone and they paid their last payment, when the last payment was made, this word would be shouted out, tetelestai, saying the debt's been paid in full. It is finished. You don't owe anything anymore. What a peace. What a joy. And by his wounds, the Bible says, we are healed. Now you might be sitting here saying, but Mark, that's amazing news. Jesus was crushed for us. He was stretched. He's stretching involved, all these things. But what about me? You don't understand what I've been going through. I've got shortcomings. I feel strapped. And I need breakthrough. I'm here to say to you, the Bible says that Listen, friends, he, his pain, oh, he, he, became, he took on our pain. He took on our suffering. He took on our transgressions, our iniquities. It was our punishment. It was our wounds. All of these things were ours. But here's the thing. There's this exchange that took place on the cross because what was ours became his. And what was his now has become ours. See, friends, his stretching unlocked our freedom from pain, our freedom from suffering. Even in the midst of the greatest challenge, we don't have to suffer eternally anymore. We don't have to be judged eternally anymore. Our transgressions are taken away. Our guilt is gone. Our sin has been forgiven. Our iniquities has been taken upon him. Our punishment our eternal punishment is dealt with, tetelestai, and our wounds are healed in Jesus' name. Verse 6 says, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. See, friends, the iniquity has been laid on him. Now, if you've ever gone astray, and maybe you've been far from God, Maybe you knew God at a stage, but you've been far from him recently. You've gone astray. Jesus is saying, even though we've gone astray, friends, watch this. It's not based, remember, not based on our ability to love and our ability to believe. It's based on our willingness to trust him, our willingness to receive. Friends, listen to this. If you've gone astray, Jesus Christ has taken your iniquity upon himself and God laid that upon him. The Bible says, he was, verse 7, he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, 
And as a sheep before the shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Friends, if you've ever been oppressed, you've ever been afflicted, the way that Jesus Christ embraced the stretching was not by talking too much. And some people, I think, the reason why you're not able to be stretched and the reason why you're not embracing the promises of God, the reason why you're not able to walk in the ways of God is because I believe that you are talking too much and you're not walking and trusting enough. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I, was so, I was so impacted by Zechariah when, when the promise came, when, when John the Baptist was promised to them. And the Bible actually says that God, God prevented Zechariah from talking. He's, he's, his, his speech was taken away from him so that he would not speak words of unbelief. And what I love about Jesus is he kept silent. Number one, so that firstly, those that have been silenced, those that, that cannot praise and those that are not praising God and those that cannot speak the word of God and that cannot, cannot declare the very words of God and cannot say, the confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, those that cannot confess, now you can speak up because he became silent. But secondly, we also need to learn that part of embracing the promises of God is we need to sometimes keep ourselves from speaking. Sometimes we need to be silenced so that we can hear. Sometimes we need to be silenced so that we, sometimes we need to be silenced, uh, silenced so that we can rather embrace the truth and not speak the lie or speak the doubt. Verse 8 says, By oppression and judgment he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of, the, of many people, of my, uh, uh, of my people, he was punished. Friends, here's the thing. Jesus Christ was cut off. Part of his stretching, part of his stretching over us, his stretching, he, him saying it's finished. Part of him giving birth to the promises of you and me being birthed, the, 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 the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, believers worldwide being birthed, part of Jesus coming to release the promises of God, the promise of the Father. Friends, the Holy Spirit being poured out, part of Jesus Christ being struck by the cross so that the Spirit of God can be, can be poured out, that the blood, the freedom, the forgiveness of sin, the taking on of all our iniquities, the freedom of pain, the freedom of, of, of eternal death, the, the freedom of sickness and of sin and shame, part of that, the blood and the water, the Spirit of God, the, the life of God, the, the, the glory of God, the, the, the empowering of God, the Spirit of God, part of Jesus Christ giving birth to salvation and to empowering. Part of Jesus giving birth meant that he had to be stretched. And that meant he had to be cut off so that you and I can be grafted in. He was cut off so that we can be grafted in. And as you and I might be watching it today and might be just reflecting on these truths, I believe that our stretching will be empowered as we embrace his stretching. I believe that our stretching will be empowered as we embrace the fact that there's a divine exchange that took place and if 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 he was not cut off then we could not be grafted in and if he was not oppressed then we could not be free from oppression from demonic oppression from being strapped if he was not afflicted we could not be free from that affliction if he was not if if, if he was not um rejected by the father we could not be accepted if he did not go through suffering we could not experience his grace and his freedom through the sufferings of this world I'm here to say to you, friends, that by His wounds, we are healed. We embrace the 
the promises of God because of the stretching of Jesus Christ. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. God, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your promise. I want to thank you for your truth. I want to thank you for your joy. I want to thank you, Jesus, for what you did for each and every one of us. I want to thank you that we will not be strapped, that our feet will not be strapped, that we will be gospel sharers. I pray, Lord, that we will also, there where we are strapped, an area of fear, an area of shame, an area of guilt, an area of bitterness, or maybe, maybe an emotional, or, a, or somewhere there might be an oppression or, a, or stress. I pray, Lord, for liberation. I pray that you liberate my friends and my family watching right now. And those that are far from you, I pray today that they'll put their hope in you and connect with the local church. And even right now in this time of worship, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Come and minister in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message. Don't forget to check out our website or visit City on a Hill International on Instagram or Facebook for our updates, celebration times or ways you can get involved. We are also streaming our message on Facebook Live, so make sure you join us or share the post. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. We'll see you soon.